Stacy and Devin. The internet tells us that we're a health and wellness podcast, but you won't find any professional advice here. <laughs> That's right. We are just here to share our journeys so that hopefully our failures make you feel better about yours. Uh, Devin, is there a category for just relatable podcasts? I don't know. Probably. Let's be that. <laughs> Sounds good. What were you going to say? I was going to say, I don't like this wine as much. Okay. That's just oh. par for the course that James... Uh, we just have different flavors of things. Well, why don't you guys tell we us do. what you're drinking while we're talking? Oh, we just jumping right in here. We're oh, we starting right the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is it was oh, in the yeah. show. It's in the show. We've already, it's already done. It's done. It's in the show. It's done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hi what? everybody. We're back. <laughs> we're back for part two. Yeah. <laughs> we're more drunk. <laughs> every every time there's ever an episode that's a two parter, part two is always more drunk. Yeah. True. Okay. All yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So everybody's drinking the same thing, right? Like that we did last nope. week? No. Nope. Oh, well, I mean, oh. we should probably go around the horn again, really. Okay. Yep. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thomas, I'm really... Thomas, what are you drinking then? <laughs> well, I, uh, <clears throat> I went and poured a, uh, a glass of a, the namesake of Meredith Basil Hayden Sr. I don't know if you are aware of Basil Hayden. That's one of the you know major bourbon brands you find in liquor stores. And it's just like... Yeah, it's one of those grand mm. distillers from the 1800s that uh-huh. was really uh, can it, It's old granddad. It's old granddad. <laughs> is it old granddad? It is. <laughs> hey, at least you're consistent. Well, you know. Uh, it's I only been a week. I didn't have enough time to get something different. <laughs> I do love the fact that you like had a whole different spiel for it this time. Yes. <laughs> yes. You did. You prepared something. I remember going into this liquor store, and it was like it was pretty big, and we had to like wind around. Like there was different aisles and things like that. But it was like a low ceiling, kind of dark. I don't remember where it was, but it was just like this liquor store. And I remember you guys being like, "Old granddad," <laughs> you know, like like it was like something funny. And and now and now, and you guys now we're drinking okay. all the time. Number one, it's a funny goddamn name, and don't you pretend it's not. Number two, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you recall, James, specifically, I put old granddad in the uh, little gift basket I gave our wedding mm-hmm. party uh, yeah. you know, for our wedding. So, you know, long wow. tradition here. Also, yeah, there's is. a picture yeah. of, a, of, a, of a cranky-looking-ass old man on the front of it. So <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's James. also funny. That's what he is. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. fair. I'm not judging you for it's drinking that. I'm just a man. It's one or the other of those. Uh, yeah. You know. I'm just making the connection that I remember, you know, like this has a, this has a long history in our friendship. You know what we need? We need a lot of whiskeys. We need this picture of the old granddad bottle and then we need Merlin man's head to photoshop for the old man. (laughs) Yeah. The little hot dogs ladies uh, avatar. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) A lot of whiskeys in our, our, you know, shared relationship do have a a long, long standing. Mm -hmm. uh, That's um, true. Like yeah. moose nuts, yeah, moose, yeah, moose nuts. nuts. We we were drinking Buffalo Trace before anybody had heard of Buffalo Trace <laughs> so much, so that we right. called it Moose Nuts for years. God, yeah, and you then now you can't even get it anywhere. Yeah, no. eighteen dollars. There were stacks yep. of them on every shelf, and now yep. no, now it, it was can't. so obscure we just made fun of it because it had a buffalo with some balls on it. God damn, but damn it, it was so good. True. Yeah. yeah. Still hey, and I still have it. We still have a mutual friend that doesn't talk to me because I got him drunk on four roses. So that's another one. That's, uh... <laughs> oh, geez. He'll get okay. over it. <laughs> it's been 15 years. I don't think he will. <laughs> uh, um, 
Yeah. So, uh, okay. So, uh, Stacey. Devin, what are you drinking? Oh. <laughs> you want to say what you're drinking? Sure. Yeah. I'm drinking, I'm drinking some of the lovely Moon X. I mean, you know. Okay. I, yeah. uh, I've, I've held on to the bottle of. So I had to get a new bottle because, you know, a right, week exactly. of the bottle being open. I had to go to Trader, <laughs> to go to Trader Joe's. Um, but, <laughs> Stacey, I wanted to tell you. So, this 1979 vintage glass that you gave me is perfect, and I love it. Okay, good. This good. is the one problem with it. This is, I call it the glass of treachery. Uh, yeah. <laughs> because I'm pretty sure that despite the fact that there is a, you know, a, a label on the side and you can fill up to that label and it's supposed to be a glass, <laughs> I think it might be two glasses or at least a glass and a half. I think this glass is bigger than my other glass. <laughs> that glass is, I haven't even seen that glass, but I know you drink out of some puny wine glasses. So wow. I already know that that wine glass is okay. Like, has to be way bigger. It is a, okay. a bit of a bigger glass. Every single yeah. time I drink out of this glass, uh, I end up a lot drunker than I expected to be. So it's <laughs> <laughs> my plan all along. I <laughs> I knew it. Uh, what about you, yep. Stacey? What are you drinking? Well, I am actually drinking something different, which means James is drinking something different. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so um, we are drinking, a, a, it is wine again, um, but this time it is called Prim Zin, Ooh. and it's a Zin Vendel blend. I and see. It's actually, I don't know if you remember, but back when we lived in Illinois, we talked about a restaurant called Cooper's Hawk a lot. Yes. That was also yes. a winery. Yes. So this is our last bottle Aww. of the Cooper's Hawk wine. Yeah. Aww. That we brought over yeah. with us. Yeah. That's kind of so, sad. Uh, yeah. Um, this um, it is turns out a, that Cooper's Hawk is a, a nationwide chain, so there's one not too far away from here. <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> well, not, I don't know if it's nationwide. Oh, no. I don't know how how far I don't think they we go, have Cooper's Hawk here. That's no. true. That's true. Yeah. It's probably not but south they are. of the Mason-Dixon line. <laughs> yeah. So it is funny, though, because we were going to... I was calling to cancel our wine club membership. Uh-huh. And um, I was going to say, you know, oh, we're moving. And then I Googled it and found out that, yeah, there was one over here. I don't know. I don't know how close it is now. But I was like, well, that excuse won't work. Because <laughs> happens to be one in Maryland as well. <laughs> right. But, right. It's a, it's a, this one is kind of neat because it is a combination of, they imported some um, grapes from Italy and then they combined them with some grapes from uh, California. Oh, wow. And so it's, they're saying like, it's a combination of the old world and new world in one bottle. So nice. that's why it's uh, yeah. Prim's in, because the Italy grapes are called Prim- Primitivo. Primitivo. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. All right. Yep. Yeah, so, it looks like the Cooper's Hawk is in Annapolis. So oh, okay. That I was just I was just looking over their locations, and they have them on this map, and it's like everything over Kentucky and then Florida, <laughs> and like, <laughs> yeah. like nothing like all of these southern states, like Tennessee, oh. North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Alabama. Just go fuck yourselves. You don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> like Jesus, man. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they retired to, uh, or the owner has, you know, I'm sure they have a beach house in Florida. So they were like, hey, yeah. let's right. open a few There's a here. lot in Florida. There's like, I don't know, eight it looks like in Florida. Wow. Damn. Yeah. So like. That makes put sense. One in, put one in Nashville at least. Come on. Y'all. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Come on, y'all. Yeah. 
I know. Anyway, anyway. Yeah. Uh, so is, is that what you're drinking too, James? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. But I'm not going to lie this time and act like I'm, I'm not drinking the same thing as this <laughs> Yeah. Okay. That's but good. he does like this one better versus, I like I Malbec better, of course, because Malbec's uh, my favorite. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. This one's fruitier. I'm, I'm a it big, is fruity. I like fruity drinks. Fruitier. Yeah. Um, I like yeah. smoky drinks. Yeah. Yeah. I understand that. I like smoky yeah. drinks too. Stacy, uh, we didn't talk about this last time, but we're drinking out of the glasses that we made in um, in Duluth. Duluth. Yeah, yes. we made wine glasses. <laughs> we did like a, a glass blowing thing. Yes, uh, which I'm sure Stacy talked about on the show. Yes, yes. Uh, okay, you know those glasses. You guys mentioned okay, Duluth, and I've got some feedback. <laughs> oh no! Okay, um, this is we some fe- uh, feedback from the listeners. Feedback from the listeners. Hold on, just one second. Well, while he's looking that up, can I also say that James's glass is like way better than my glass? My glass looks like it has a tumor, um, and <laughs> James's is all like nicely blended and smooth and and pretty. And I mine's feel like. Just, like Okay, but we're doing. We're finishing tomorrow. We're gonna go tomorrow and finish a pottery thing that we did too. And I think your oh. pottery is way better than mine. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> we will. We will give a picture to the show. Okay. Yeah, so the show art see. will be pottery side by side, and we get to figure out which one belongs to who. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay. Listen, hackers. Right. Oh, hackers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've got I've got Tomas. listener feedback here from uh, back oh, no. in March. Uh, it turns out that one of our you know loyal listeners was glad they didn't start weekly buddy time with that episode with you guys because they live in Duluth <laughs> and let me tell you they don't <gasps> think it's a tiny town ta- a tiny port town. <laughs> no, we no. lived in Chicago at the time. It's, Come on, okay. Now hold on. Literally, <laughs> I'm, I'm quoting here from the back scroll. Literally, it's one of the most active ports on the Great Lakes. <laughs> so tiny little port town. <laughs> Not a great description. <laughs> that doesn't mean it's not tiny. Just because it's active. Okay. I mean, listen, they, they move uh, windmill parts through there now. So, you know, they're widening everything. I'm they're, just saying, this man is, this is, man is a doctor and he knows who he is. Their port is very impressive. We, Their port uh, we is stayed impressive. on a hotel um, next to the water and one of those next humongous ships things. came by. And it was like... It was awe-inspiring because we were basically yes. sitting out getting drunk on the patio at the hotel, <laughs> like and one of the pit. one of the huge ships came by, and we were right. like, "Oh my god, that's a skyscraper on the water!" It was amazing. <laughs> okay, hey, yes. hey, hey, Thomas. Yeah. So, so the population of Duluth is eighty-five thousand nine hundred and fifteen. The the population of Knoxville is 186,170. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm just yeah. saying. I, 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 because I own this podcast now, it's James and Thomas's Politics and Games podcast. Uh, yeah, I, I invite uh, Dr. Dr. Oh, you know what? I don't know how to pronounce your name, buddy. Floam? Floam? Anyway, oh, no. the, the doctor in question knows who he is and he can come yes, on and defend the honor of Duluth. Again. Yeah, no, I would love it. I would love it. We've got a whole trading company and everything. Actually, I brought that up, and it seems like it's moved its headquarters, so... Uh, Oh, oh, no! (laughs) Yeah, so to clarify, I wasn't saying it was a tiny port. That's literally what you said. I'm saying... No, the port isn't tiny. The The town is tiny. The town is tiny, tiny. not the port. The port is... 
The port is amazing. No one's this challenging one of those, the port size. This is one Look. of those constant digging <laughs> holes uh, conversations. You're, you're not going to be able to just dig yourself out of this one. That. Look, I think at the end of the day, we just it's it's not the size that matters. It's, That's it's right. the functionality yeah. of the port. Right. Okay, y'all? See, this attitude is matter. why me and Devin work. <laughs> <laughs> It's the My amount of cargo you can valid. move. <laughs> <laughs> you get the shit in and you get the shit I out. I delivered That's two children, true. damn it. <laughs> Wait, what? I hope he's still a listener. <laughs> and I hope he listens to all of this. <laughs> Same. Uh, um, okay. So, should we continue to talk about productivity, maybe? <laughs> sure. sure. Sure, I guess. This is, sure. It's going to go really well. Uh, it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Is what this is. Um, yep. All right. So, I <laughs> last episode we ended up talking about a lot of really awesome stuff. But I originally had like a list of questions, and we did not I'm talk sorry. about any of them. It's okay. I'm so sorry. Um, no. But I thought so. One of the things I was talking about, or one of the things I wanted to ask about, was about like how your work setup was, and like how your daily work routine was, and stuff. And I thought. Okay, and Thomas was like, we should talk about how we're completely broken, which is also actually, <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought it might be useful for me to start with like what my work setup is um, mm-hmm. and my, you know, in like my daily work routine and then hand it over to see how that compares to Well, let's, I don't know if we should compare. <laughs> um Maybe we just understand when I go into this that it's, I obviously have problems. So my morning starts at 4.45 a.m. with the Holy first alarm. Holy shit. Yep. Um, th- no, no, no. It's okay. Don't worry. Just keep listening. Uh, first, al- <laughs> first alarm goes off at 4.45 a.m. Second alarm goes off at 4.50 a.m. Third oh, alarm goes off at 5 a.m. 5 a.m. And they all have, like, I snooze them so they come back. So then the like only every- person really waking up to these is Thomas. <laughs> right. <laughs> in, in case you're wondering why I'm always tired. So oh. usually, usually by 5:15 I'm up. Um, but it does take 30 minutes of various alarms and various iterations of snoozes going off at the same time. Oh man. And they're all so compounded so at some point they're going off like yeah. every 30 seconds. Yeah, they are. They um, are. Yeah. Can I can I stop right there for one second? <laughs> yes. Just for a just for a suggestion. Sure. Uh, we went through the, the same thing. For 15. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. I, I would never tell you how to how to live your life. But we went through the same thing, uh, where Stacy would do the exact same thing and and hit snooze about a million times yeah. until she got a Fitbit that she would sleep with and the Fitbit is the alarm. And it's like a, okay. uh, a on the wrist, right? Right. So right. now Stacy does still hit snooze a billion times, but it doesn't wake me up. Ah. <laughs> so, okay. so that's where I'm going with this. All okay. right. I, I like it. I like it. Yeah. Well, here's the problem with that. Cause I, that was what I was doing before I went to this act, this setup, which does actually wake me up within 30 minutes. Um, Prior to that, I had my Apple Watch on that I would sleep with to monitor my sleep, and it the alarms would all hit my watch. The problem is that I don't fully wake up, <laughs> yeah. but I turn it off yeah. anyway. Um, yeah. And so then that's like me waking up at six o'clock 
when the kids come in and are just like, mom, we're hungry. And I'm like, oh shit, (laughs) (laughs) we need to be to school in like 30 minutes. Ah, you know? So, um, I guess it's more like seven o'clock when they do that. But anyway, it doesn't matter. It's, uh, so that's my problem with that option is that I can turn my alarm off in my sleep on my wrist. (laughs) I think Stacey does that too sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Actually this week I, um, well, I had actually hit snooze, which is actually really funny because, okay, so on the Fitbit, the way that you turn it off is you just double click the button. There's only one button and you double click. If you want to snooze, you have to click once and then swipe down on the screen. So oh, the other day, okay. I had my alarm set for 5.15 actually, mm-hmm. and it and the snooze, of course, is nine minutes. And so... The alarm went off and I woke up and it was, and I, when I went to snooze it, it was 524. And I was like, wait, that means that I exit, that I hit snooze in my sleep. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I had no <laughs> recollection of waking up at the 515 alarm. Right. Um, so yeah, just luckily I haven't actually turned it all the way off. Um, if I have something really important that I have to wake up for, like a flight or something that, you know, like you just absolutely cannot miss, um, I will set a secondary audible alarm. Right. But for day-to-day work, I use the um, the Fitbit Vibrate um, Gotcha. Alarm. But there might be one that vibrates harder. Uh, you know, like what, like, I think there's, there's. <laughs> Is there <laughs> one that just like kicks your ass out of bed? <laughs> <laughs> You actually just wear like this corset, and then it just like punches you in the ribs in the morning. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you say that, but I had oh, a yeah, uh, I had a thinkgeek.com uh, alarm for a long time. It was called the Atomic Clock or something, yeah. and it it had a uh, a puck that you would insert under your mattress. Yes, and it would shake your fucking mattress. Yes, that's what I was saying. I was thinking there are actually probably more intense options, something like that, where you put one under your pillow or under <laughs> under the mattress, and that it shakes you more than just the watch. Right, right. Of course, that yeah. would also shake me, which, I mean, right. that I would be the only one that wakes up for it. Right. <laughs> no, I, I don't know um, how deep we want to rabbit hole on Devin sleeping, but like... <laughs> Sometimes the littlest will want Devin to lay in bed with them to go to sleep. Yeah. And so I'll creep in there after I know they're asleep and like, I'll shake, 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 And then eventually Devin wakes up. That's true. Okay. I sleep very heavily. Yeah. Okay. I'm so jealous. I don't know if it's a blessing or a curse, but uh, anyway, that's yep. anyway that's how my day starts, um, and it all goes downhill from there. I, I'm not going to go into like all the details of the morning because it's too chaotic with the kids, and that's not something that is probably worth talking about <laughs> for comparative <laughs> reasons. Um, when I get to work, because of the kids, I either get to work 15 minutes late or 45 minutes late, depending oh. on. <laughs> what they have done to me uh except this week thomas (laughs) took the kids uh to school on thursday and then they didn't have school today so like i managed to actually get to work like five (laughs) minutes early Um, wow and my boss was like are you okay (laughs) (laughs) what happened I have someone on my team that is perpetually late, and the, and one day they showed up early, and I walked out of my office, and they were there in the hallway, and it was early, and I like I literally did a double take, and, and like 
Yep. And I was like, oh, my poker face was not on. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's Oops. exactly. That's that's me. That's me. Yep. yep. Um, and so on Mondays, the first thing I do is I'll like create my um, my little bullet journal spread for the week. And that will be when I go through like all of my appointments for the week and all of my stuff in my personal appointments and like put everything down and like figure out what my goals are and all that good Monday stuff. When they win? Uh, like 8, 45, 9 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dead. Yep. Okay. Noted. <laughs> um, and so then I end up going in like, I don't know, 500 meetings because Mondays are meeting heavy. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. And so at some point I might actually get to answer the like 90 emails that popped into my inbox while I was doing all those meetings. Uh, and if not, then I get to do it when I go home. Uh, if I don't do it when I go home, then I hate myself for the rest of the mm-hmm. week. So that's yes. kind of my, those are my options. Um, yeah. And uh, so, yeah. And then the rest of the week is sometimes I'm teaching classes. Sometimes I'm, you know, calling stores, answering questions. Sometimes I'm, you know, doing admin stuff. A lot of times I'm answering emails. Um, and to give you an idea, I, I did look it up because I was curious. Right now at this moment, I have 210 messages in my inbox at work and 39 of them are new. So the 39 are the ones that I haven't read yet. The rest of them are messages that I have just like categorized as different things and are just like living in my inbox until I have a chance to go through them and figure out. I am sure because of that, there are things that I was supposed to do that I have forgotten about because I will be like, oh yeah, that's a communication I need to work on. I'll label it communications and come back to it. Spoiler alert, I never go back to it. Um, <laughs> so this is kind of the way that I operate. Um, and then for like my home responsibilities, I have very vague goals, unless we have like a very specific challenge for weekly buddy time, where it's like, right. I gotta walk you know, 50 miles this month, or I've got to you know, do these things, these particular thing. Like if I have that, then I will usually find time to do it, but it's never the same time. And it's always just like whenever I can like squeeze it in or figure out a way to to make it happen in the day, it's very chaotic. Um, And so like having an ongoing thing that I do every day or a habit that I do every day or a routine, it's just, it does not happen. It does not happen. So every every day is a little bit different. I come home, get the kids taken care of, and then when they go to bed, my evening either consists of um, working <laughs> to catch up on the things I did not get done during the day, um, doing something related to some type of project, whether it's right now I'm uh, certifying to be a, a Montessori teacher, um, or it's a church thing, or it's something like that. Or on the lucky nights, I get to spend some time with Thomas. Uh, And so we like watch TV or whatever. And then every once in a while, like maybe once a week or twice a week, I'll be like, okay, I'm just going to take a bath and read and go to sleep. Um, Yeah. So that's like, and then I get up in the morning and do it all over again. And then the weekends I pack full of crazy ass events that I do with the kids so that I don't actually have time to like do housework or anything. So that's my life. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. <laughs> anyway, so uh, what's it for you, what's it like for you all? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I, I guess I could before Stacy starts talking about how effective they are. Um, 
I would. I think I just. Uh, <laughs> I'll throw out how disorganized I am, and how it was fine before, but it's like something I'm trying to change now. Because, um, like I said, I was the uh, well, I am the operations uh, guy for a software as a service company, and we used to be 20 people before we got acquired. And I could just keep everything in my head, and it was fine. And I had one report, and that was super easy, right? And post acquisition, like I've gained another report. We're talking about adding another report, and I'm getting like not only projects that like I generate, but projects that are generated for me, which is novel for this position. Like there, in the past, there really wasn't a framework for like somebody else coming in saying, Hey, you have to do this compliance thing. Here's all the stuff you have to get done. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I definitely found myself dropping a lot of balls and just not capturing things. And the thing that I started doing, which has been okay, but it's definitely not optimized is I'm just writing a log of everything that happens in a given day on a literal notebook, like ink and paper. And that has been tremendously helpful because it gives me a mm. thing to go, like an artifact to go back over at like the end of a week or beginning of the next week. And so that I can go through the things that I totally said I was going to do. <laughs> and, I know, know James hates it, but I'm a paper and pencil fan. <laughs> right. no. I don't I hate mean, it. We'll there's something that. there's something to it. And I'm actually yeah. surrounded by whiteboards now because I've got, you know, we talked last time about how I rebuilt this space. And I've right. got this big spot behind mm -hmm. me that I kind of want to put a whiteboard on, but I also would kind of rather have art on. And so I'm trying to figure out what I want to do with it. And I've got three whiteboards, the one under my monitor, and just like two small random ones that Devin gave me from the homeschooling setup that yeah. is no longer needed. Okay. And part of my problem is I have not separated these into um, <laughs> into personal and professional. And so they each have notes from different things. And just to give you an idea, um, this one I'm looking at says uh, something about uh, including all identity and access management uh, stuff in an impact analysis. Mm -hmm. uh, the next note is just the words Huckleberry McRib. Huckleberry <laughs> <laughs> McRib? Huckleberry it's, McRib. Okay, this is, it's, this is my brain dump. This is exactly yeah, the same thing that I do. Straight up brain dumps. Um, yep. And then the next one is Nephili give potion question mark. Yep. Mm -hmm. No, don't, Which, don't though. Don't do that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to give hot X mommy the, uh, the potion. Uh, but so like I'm, I'm getting, I am literally just like to the prototypical point that I can reliably do capture. And I am just exploring the idea of moving things from capture into at work, we mostly use GitHub instead of Asana, and that has the concept of projects and mm -hmm. uh, like swim lanes. You, you can do a lot of like Kanban sort of stuff with that, mm -hmm. and it's all fine. And I'm like literally just now in the process of building out a more robust system. And I mean, it it feels good that I'm doing it, but also like you know I'm struggling with the uh, <laughs> yeah I sucked at it for a while, sort of <laughs> depression bits. Right. Yeah. I think the key takeaway I'm learning is that we do not actually have any type of like <laughs> productivity software or like sharing task, whatever you work. at work. Nothing, nothing. Well, we have a Reiki subscription, but nobody uses it. So, or Reiki, Reich however is, you say it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm in a Reiki because of one of my clients is in there and mm -hmm. it is onerous. So yeah, part of my, part of my job is to be like, 
where my clients are. So I have subscriptions to Rike, to Basecamp, to Asana, to a bunch right. of different okay. because that's what all of my clients do. So I right. get to test them all out, which is nice. But right. uh, yeah, I, I think Rike is is probably one of the kind of harder to use um, right. productivity is it softwares. It seems that way. A little bit, yeah. I, I You could say that, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, we don't have anything. Like, there's no, like, I think we have, like, a spreadsheet where we keep shit. Um, but it's not, like. Oh, no. Yeah, it's not, it's not great. It's, it ain't great, Bob. But, uh, yeah, anyway. Microsoft is building out those, um, those platforms, though. I mean, I am, I am, happy to see how much they've built and happy to see where they're going i think microsoft you, you said you've got a 365 subscription right, yeah, with yeah. work but i'm happy to see like where they're going but i think that the mm. thing that they're missing is connection so like right. none of their products connect with each other which is annoying like yeah. they had this entire suite of products that worked fairly well but they're all siloed you can't send a one note note to your outlook calendar to your Microsoft Tasks yeah. um, application. Right. Right. Once they yeah. get that figured out, I think they will they will mm-hmm. own this space, but they just haven't done it yet. Right. This is a minor productivity gripe for um, work, but uh, before the acquisition, we had an entire culture based around custom Slack emojis. And so there are a million <laughs> words a week you can communicate just by like yep. having the ability to have a custom reaction to a given yeah. post, right? And since the merger, we've had to move on to Teams. And it's like, you get three. Like, do you want to thumbs yeah. up it? Do you want to heart it? Do you want to happy it or sad it? Like, none of these are correct. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Well, so uh, Stacy and James, like, what what is it? What are your routines and work setups like? I'm gonna let well, Stacy go first, as usual. Okay. Well, okay, I will go first, but mine might be longer. So I didn't know if you wanted to go if you felt like yours would be longer or shorter. No, go ahead. <laughs> okay. So, well, first thing I noted because I wrote down just a little note while you were talking and. So the way that I do my planning, I think maybe a little pre-planning instead of planning Monday morning. Post-planning? <laughs> uh, are, are you su- yeah, are is you it su- post-planning? <laughs> are you suggesting that I actually do something before 9 o'clock on Monday morning? Uh-huh. Wait, are we talking about like Sunday planning? Uh, yeah, well, even 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 further than that. But Sunday, so Saturday planning? Cool. <laughs> right? That's so illegal. Work, so for work, it's Friday planning. But all of my stuff is in one book. Oh, that's true. Okay, first of all, break them apart, Devin. Um, but, because um, theoretically, the goal that you want to get to, which is not where I'm at, so I'll get to that in a second, okay. but the goal you want to get to is that weekends are personal time. So mm-hmm. you want to be able to plan your week. I have a reminder every Friday to plan and prep for the next week, work week. Okay, um, okay. So that's one note. And then the other thing would be my personal planning. Of course, we all know that I have mentioned numerous times on the podcast that I believe a week starts on Sunday. So I plan my week, my personal week on Sunday. Stacey, Um, the week starts at nine o'clock on Monday morning. No. It wouldn't be called a weekend if it started that day. Yeah, it's it's not a week split. I know. I know you're right. Look, I know I'm wrong. Okay? Like all of you guys are are correct. But I can't I just can't 
I can't function with Monday <laughs> as the beginning of the week. It's just not possible. That's okay. But that's okay. 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 Thank you. All right. <laughs> So then, okay, so the other way that my week kind of works out is that, um, okay, so pre this position, which I'm still kind of getting this position under control because it's right. my new, I've been in it for six months, but pre this position, my, um, like, idea was that I would work as long as it takes during the week to get the job done, but that okay. Saturday and Sunday are for me. 100%, right, right. don't even think about work. Saturday and Sundays for me. Now, that has changed a little in this position because it just wasn't possible to get the work done Monday through Friday. So I have changed, but that is my goal to get back to um, the Monday through Friday thing. But to your point about the um, meetings and the emails, that happens a lot with me too is that i my work day ends up being flooded with meetings Mm -hmm. and then i can't actually get to the emails that come in during the day so often i'll try to work some during the day but what ends up happening is i i usually leave work at six come home i have dinner and usually spend an hour uh, with james between eating dinner and like we'll just kind of sit around and talk for a little bit for an hour and then i go back to work um and that's during the week and then usually on either Saturday or Sunday morning, I will wake up and work a little bit. But I do tend to, because you said you had how many emails? Like 200 something, 210 emails? Yeah, yeah, in my, yeah. right now. Yeah, <laughs> so now I do understand that some of those are, you know, ones that you want to you want to work on later. Right. Um, but I use the weekend time to specifically pare down what's in my inbox. So oh, either... Okay. Yeah, yeah. So my purpose is to either, you know, I'm done with that or, eh, oh, oh, I don't know if this is something that happens at your company or not. But when I first started this position, I found that if I actually worked on emails either after hours or on the weekend, and if I replied, people started replying. Yes, and I, yes, yes. Okay, okay. Yes. Let yes. me tell you. There is a work offline function in Outlook. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you okay. should yeah. 100% mm-hmm. use it. So yeah. on Friday or Saturday morning, however you want to time it, take your Outlook offline. Okay. Period. Then you work your emails. That way you can actually work down your emails and you can decide. Some of them you can leave in there, you know, and say, okay, I'm going to do this a little later, whatever. Right. Which James would say, set a task for that or whatever. But I also <laughs> leave it in my inbox until I'm ready to work it. To deal with um, it, yeah. Yeah. But usually I get it down to like 30-ish. Okay. So there'll be okay. like 30, 30, yeah, it, yeah, right around 30. But you reply and work on all your emails and do the thing and then monday morning i go into the office and i plug up my computer and then i hit (laughs) connect online and then like seriously 70 emails send out and so my people were like dang like stacy just sent me 10 emails in a row what the heck so i i told them i was like look I work offline so that people don't reply. I'm not trying to hide anything. Right, right. I'm not trying to hide the fact that I'm working. But when you're sending out emails to, like, you know, a 200 people between the people in the office, the, right. the salespeople, whatever, when you're sending out emails to 200 people, and they'll just, it's just one email for them, but that's 200 emails for you. Right, right, yeah. right. So, I think, exactly. So I think um, this is incredibly important 
so I do want to stop on it. The work offline during the weekends is really an interesting thought and technology that Stacy came up with because not only are you getting things back, but if you're in a leadership position, people think that if you get an email from yeah. someone who's your yes. boss, you have yeah. to respond immediately. Right. Yes. So right. There are, if you're there are in CEOs a, out there that are like, you know, they walk out into the parking lot at seven o'clock and they're like, why are so many cars gone? And yeah. <clears> that's like the prevailing attitude, right? You have that, to that may or may not cultivate CEO. Yeah, I wasn't going to say it, but you, you have to be <laughs> deliberate about cultivating that culture of reasonable yes. work hours. Right. So yes. not only yeah. is it good for you because people aren't responding, but it's also good for your team because there's not this false sense of urgency because yes. your boss is sending you an email at, you know, six o'clock on a Saturday or whatever. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, it turns so it's important to if keep... you're not careful. Right. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's important so, to keep those levels. Yes. So two things that have helped me tremendously manage email is one, working offline. And the other thing is I have started using the conversation feature in Outlook, which okay. is basically it groups by thread. Um, See, but I hate it, that. Well, well, but really? give it a minute. Give it a minute. Okay. Because I hated it at first, too. I tried it two different times. Okay. And do not use it on the mobile version because the mobile version puts the emails all out of order. Right. I, I hate it on the mobile version. But the computer version um desktop version or whatever um so it's a little tricky mm -hmm. but what'll happen is so it'll um collate all of the emails but if someone does reply so you'll notice that the email will be there and if you do the if you click the drop down one time it could drop down one, two, three, whatever. Right, right. But then if you do the drop down another time, then it'll expand the everything. Okay. Well, the reason why it expands the first time is if somebody replied uh, out of order in the chain. So okay. if someone sent an email and they sent it directly to you, maybe making a side right, comment. Right, right. Or... If someone replied and then someone later replied to a different version, right? The first click will show you the different, uh, the different splits in the thread. Right. But the second down. version will do all of them. Okay. So that has helped tremendously because I'll get copied on a lot of emails. Like for example, a situation where we have. Um, we're trying to track a, an order or something, right, right? Right, right, right. And like, you'll get fifteen different emails on this one topic, and yeah. you don't need to know everything that happened in between. Yeah. So conversations has helped tremendously to okay. manage those kinds of situations. You just have to get used to what yeah. it's showing you because you could accidentally file the entire email chain and then miss an important email within the email chain. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, exactly. I feel that I feel that super deeply because I come from a small org that used Gmail and Slack. And now there are a bunch of motherfuckers that just expect me to understand how to do Outlook. And I just, oh. I don't. I don't. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So James is going to show Devin Craft. I will show you Outlook. I know so many tics, trips and tricks. I'm not, look, I'm not drunk trips, enough for, to for Outlook talk. Trips and tricks. Trips and tricks. <laughs> Tips and tricks. I have so many. <laughs> I've got this whole quick access thing set up with like all these rules or like quick steps. Yes, I am. I am your go-to. My uh, outlook. my current nice. strategy is to be so bad at email that people just don't expect me 
to be able to do email and they can come at me in teams because that's really where I live. Oh my oh, gosh. Okay. That's okay. funny. That's funny. Yeah. You are the person that drives me crazy at work, I think. Yeah. Um, but that's good. I mean, like I, uh, okay, that's good to know. I'll try with the different types of clicks because part of the problem is that I get those one-off emails a lot. Like I'll send out a mass email to a lot of different people and then individuals reply to me. And yes. what I ran into was that trying to like manage what did I get? What did I not get? Um, mm-hmm. Cause a lot of times they're all replying back to, to me individually with like information that I need for the thing that I'm working on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so I can get it from one person, but then if I file it away, then I accidentally file away like three that I didn't see. So, ah, yes. Right. So, um, I'll try that. I'll, I'll, I'll take a look at that and see if that helps. But yeah, um, I might can also show you the quick step things because I have one set up specifically for feedback. So if I send something out and I need feedback from multiple people as they come in, I can, I can click one button and it'll mark the email as read, file it in a feedback folder. And then I can go to that folder later when I'm ready to, um, like, coordinate all the different responses from that question okay all right maybe we'll have a we'll have some follow-up sessions (laughs) yes yes. it'll be the bonus content for our patreon yes y'all ever think about how like our our ancestors had to like figure out how to take down uh large game (laughs) so that like the tiny nomadic village could survive and now we're like but we can click (laughs) one button to archive this email (laughs) It's yeah, so it's true. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, James, do you have anything to add to to all of that? Or Stacey, I'm sorry, Stacey, were you done? That's probably the first question. I was just like, yeah, was like, no, oh. I think. Oh no, the other thing I did have to add because you were talking about if you're lucky, you can fit in a night for Thomas and things like that. So what we've done is, I it is hard sometimes because depending on what's going on at work, sometimes it's really hard to step away. Right, but. We do have our dedicated night, and it is Thursday because that's the night we record weekly by time. Right. So that's the night that I just say, okay, Thursdays, there is no extra work. I leave at six. James and I go out to dinner. We have our like date night kind of situation. Right. And then I come and record weekly by time. So um, we do have a planned dedicated yeah. routine date night so that i know i will always get to spend at least one night with james <laughs> that's good yeah. yeah yeah we should probably it's usually that way on the weekends too like for the weekends we have a a couple's day and a solo day usually the solo day yeah. is taking care of chores and stuff like that and the couple's day is when we're out doing stuff fun fun right, stuff right, right usually it's like saturday is couple's day we'll go out to breweries or like to the zoo or whatever and then Sundays is when I check all of my chores off for the week. <laughs> yeah. um, this is something we, we just, just started kind of doing. Putter around the house. Yeah, we just started doing this, and it's kind of working out because what was happening was we were kind of gridlocked because we would sometimes not yes. do individual tasks because we were like, "Oh, did you want to do something today, or did you not? I don't know." Like we were, it was kind of this awkward in between. So yeah, there's there's that said, friction of like. I don't I don't want to leave your side if you're expecting me to be there or like I don't you know I don't want to feel like I'm yeah. unavailable to you at that point. So now Sundays are just like okay, this is the day we get shit done and we advance personal yeah. projects and we you know do that Stacy works frankly most of the time Stacy works yeah. and right, I'll yeah. I'll play with stuff like I'll yeah. you know 
mess with my OP1 <laughs> or whatever and yeah. vacuum and shit. But right. um, just knowing that removes the need for me to check in with her every two seconds like, Right. Oh, did you want to do something? Did you have something yeah. planned? Or, you know, are we going to eat breakfast together? Are we going to eat lunch yeah. together? Like, we just do our Sunday is we do whatever it, without even consideration of the other person. We just do our thing. Right. Right. So yeah. that, that makes helps. sense. Okay. That's that's a really interesting way to to put that together. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that might <laughs> help us too. Because I'm going to check a bunch of stuff, a bunch of other stuff off my list here. Like I said, I did a lot of <laughs> notes prior. So I'm going to, I'm going to just rapid fire check a bunch of stuff off that's related to this. So, okay. Okay. We also have, um, in that same vein, we have a, a, a task that we ping pong back and forth to each other. It's oh, called make yeah. a decision. What this is, is if you are fatigued uh-huh, and you don't uh-huh. want to make a decision about where you go to eat or about what you're going to do this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever. Because a lot of times in both Stacy and my role, you will have to make a shitload of decisions during the day. And when you come home, you don't want to make a decision about what you eat for that night. Right, Or right. whatever. Exactly. So, we have a task called make a decision. If it's in <laughs> Stacy, if it's assigned to Stacy that day, then she can push the button and say, I don't want to make a decision that day. And then Aww. ping it back to me. And then I have to do it. Okay. Vice versa. Okay. If I don't feel like making the decision that day, she has to do it. But so what if, what if either a, one of you want to make the decision? <laughs> well, that's when you just have to collaborate. You just okay. have to. Okay. You, okay. you got to make it work at that point. Right. But right. and you can say it's whoever has the button. <laughs> it's whoever has the button. You know, you're you're 100 right. If you both don't want to, whoever has the button has to make the decision. Yeah. Yep. Or how, whoever has the button passes it to the person, then they have to make yeah. the decision. Right. right. Um. I think that's a kind of a thought technology that we developed at one point that we were like, oh man, this solves so many things. So that's, <laughs> right, that's one right. thing that we, we've done. We also separate tasks. Um, it's, you know, there are certain things that I do and there are certain things that Stacy does that takes those out of the other person's mind and makes them like, oh, that's James' task. I know he will get them done every time. That's Stacy's task. I know she will get them done every time. So right. it's, as many times, I know I'm talking constantly about dumping things out of your brain, but as many things as you can dump out of your brain that you can offload to some other source, whether it be your spouse or your, you know, your note-taking application or whatever, that's important. One more thing that we also do is um, now that Stacy's got this new position, she really loves cooking, but for the majority of time, she doesn't get home in time to cook a meal. Right. So we started outsourcing that to these um, these products called Mighty Meals and Je- Yes Chef. I'm sure you guys will do a, a full episode about them at some point. But <laughs> right, it's right. these are like these are like clean meals, right? right? They're not fast food. They're not they're really cooked meals by real people, and like it's mostly like a, a meat and a side or something like that. So we've started pulling that into our you know, daily routine as well. So Stacy doesn't have to come home and worry about like, what do I cook today? It's right. just, there's a yes chef meal there. So the, all of the, all of this is serving the purpose of taking decisions away, making things more simple and kind of allowing us to have the time to, you know, do other things like think about the future or, you know, maybe play Gloomhaven or like watch a TV show or something. <laughs> like that. Right. So right. These, are you guys still playing Gloomhaven? That, what? Pardon? Are you guys still playing Gloomhaven? 
Yeah. Hell yeah. We play, <laughs> so we have two specific, we have two Gloomhaven games going. We have a board game Gloomhaven game, <laughs> oh and God. we have a PC gl- game Gloomhaven, yep. um, where we're good guys in one and bad guys in the other. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. Holy yeah. shit. So we, we, yeah, we, that's our, that's our favorite, like, um, go-to game. But it's one of those where, like, if you've had a rough day and you've had to make a lot of decisions, you're not going to oh, want to yeah. come home and, and play Gloomhaven because it's and basically. Set up 75 <laughs> pieces. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, I think the cooking thing, um, that's one that I love. I do love cooking. That's like a, a passion of yeah. mine. But that's one of the things that, you know, short term, I had to find that efficiency. Right. So I guess that would be a no is to evaluate your routine or your life or your day to day and determine where can you find efficiencies. And I think that's where some people like when you say. Well, in the last episode, you said, like, oh, they keep their house clean and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but are yeah. they really hiring a maid and they're just not telling you? Because <laughs> I, the, <laughs> because that happens too. I mean, we don't yeah. have a maid yet, but, um, <laughs> you know, like, I'm sure people do that. One of the, one of the more valuable advice that I got was that, um, you know, your time is money. And so at a certain point, you have to decide what, how much your time is worth. And when you look at what all the demands on your time, sometimes, like, for example, hiring a maid may be worth it when you can maybe spend that time with your kids or whatever. Right, right. Um, you know, depending on different things. And so at this time, you know, for me to cook... That it's not just the time of cooking; it's the time of doing a meal list, then doing yeah. the grocery list, right. then getting the groceries, yeah. then cooking. So when you actually add that up over multiple days and times, that's actually a lot of time out of my week. And even though the the pre prepped meals are cost more than just groceries, but when you consider all the other time, it actually is worth how much time it's saving me and stress time and stress that it's saving me right right also they don't cost tremendously more than groceries so we have a an overall food budget and it hasn't so we uh our our food budget is broken into grocery and restaurant and the overall you know food category has not really expanded that much since we started doing this okay which is interesting yeah yeah that is interesting yeah, I've thought about doing that too for many reasons. <laughs> Thomas, Thomas is the cook in the house, um, mm-hmm. and bless him for that. But part of the thing that we run into so often is that uh, I am the planner when it comes to food. So yeah, <laughs> okay. Thomas is like, I will cook whatever you tell me to, and I'm like, I, I, I have no capacity to figure That's out. That's one of my like. <laughs> I do all the decisions around like all the other household maintenance right, and by right. the time i get around to food i'm just like i can't i don't right. just I, I, I need to <laughs> cook mommy to just to tell me what to do <laughs> right yeah there's a there is a decision fatigue that happens yes. i don't care who 100%. you are there is 100% a decision fit, fatigue that that happens on a daily basis right right so that's really where we run into our struggles and of course we have picky kids mm-hmm. who who mm-hmm. don't want to eat anything and so it's been I don't know. And then Thomas, of course, with the uh, type 1 diabetes and you needing to be low carb and me not caring um, about my, about what I eat. 
like there's just there's like it'd be like five different meals so it's it's also like you know difficult because of that so it's not like just hey one meal that everybody eats it's like well okay what's the meal that the kids will eat and then what's the meal that thomas will eat and then what's the meal that i will eat um, that's rough. That's rough, but also that could potentially be solved with something like a food delivery service where true. everyone yeah. orders their own meals. Thomas could get a low carb meal. You could get whatever you want. The kids could get chicken tendies or whatever. Yeah. Um, but everybody gets a separate meal. That yeah. that could potentially solve that issue. We had looked at into it like at the end of the year, and then I just never followed up on it. But that may be something to to take yeah. away for sure. Yeah. Even though I had looked into something, it was like kid meals that kids will eat delivered to you and thomas was like you really think our kids are gonna eat <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah i was like well maybe yeah. maybe they will um, yeah this is another I, I haven't said that in this episode in particular but this is another point where we would like to reiterate that you know <laughs> we don't have all of these complicating factors and what we yeah. say is is <laughs> Probably not a- applicable to most people, so I'm very yeah. sorry. Oh uh, no, yeah, I, I think that. that it is though. I mean, there's a lot of really helpful stuff there. It's a yeah, matter yeah. of like being able to implement it, and you know, any little bit that you do is going to help the chaos. There's always going to be chaos, especially when you have sure. kids. But if you've got a plan, that's going to help it be a little bit less chaotic, even on the yeah. chaotic days. So yeah. yeah, that's an important thing. But yeah. Also, we tried a bunch of different meal prep. We have over the years tried a bunch of different ones. And so sometimes it's just a matter of finding, like, for example, I don't know that we said we were using one called Mighty Meals and one called Yes Chef. Mm -hmm. I don't know that Mighty Meals would have anything for kids, but the Yes Chef one definitely does. It has like mac and cheese and chicken tenders. Um, I think it may have a grilled cheese, you know, so it has like the typical kid type menu items. Um, Now, obviously, those aren't. Um, available in Knoxville, but I'm sure there is something similar. Knoxville right. has what was it? Naked Foods, Naked Chef. Yeah. Well, Naked know. Foods, yeah, but they, something like that. I think they closed, but there's one out oh. there near. Um, oh shoot, what's out there? It's where Pellissippi is. Uh, is it Lovell? Road? Yeah, I can't remember. But they, because uh, that's Sarah was talking about it last time we did the girls' right, cabin. Right, she was talking about one. So they okay. definitely do have a meal prep service. I just don't yeah. know what their kid. Yeah, right. Any city is going to have something similar. Yeah, yeah. Fair. Yeah, we can do yeah. some. We can do some investigating and, and come yeah. up with yeah. that. Um. All right. Very important question because mm-hmm. we were just talking about emails. So this <laughs> this is completely hypothetical. Oh no. Completely yeah. hypothetical, but no, asking for no. a friend. Asking for a friend, friend of the show. Um, let's just let's just say that you have like uh, you know like twenty five thousand seven hundred sixty four unread messages in your personal inbox. Uh, twenty five thousand, not twenty five hundred. Yeah, twenty five thousand. Twenty five thousand. Like what? How? What do you do? <laughs> you burn it down. You burn that motherfucker down. Yeah. Yep. You walk away looking really cool. Okay. Okay. If you've got twenty five thousand unread emails. Those are emails you're not going to get to. Yeah. You're no. done. You declare email bankruptcy. <laughs> okay. Yes. Right. I think maybe you ar- even shut that all. whole thing down. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what you're going to do is you're going to create a Gmail filter that's like literally everything. Marcus Red, skip inbox. Yes. Filter all matching me- messages and then yes. delete it after or whatever. But like, yeah, you just, you, there's no going back from that. No. no. There's not. 
My note was archive them all. So yeah. I think there is like there's a... there's not a coming back from that. However, yeah. uh, this is this is the point that I, I did want to talk about the inbox technology kind of thought uh, okay. Okay. technology here. I treat my email inbox just like a regular inbox, meaning the brain dump that I talked about earlier. Okay. If you've got an email in your inbox, that means that it's waiting on something, and it's either okay. waiting on being filed or waiting on being responded to or whatever um if it's a someone asking you to do something that's a task right right so send that in send that email to whatever your task management application is okay or if it's something that you can respond to quickly do it and get it out of there so i think in my opinion your email inbox should be clear on your review time and you know if your review time is at the end of the day or at the end of the week or whenever that is it should be clear, meaning that you filed it somewhere. Meaning, yeah. you know, if it's a task or if it's a follow-up or whatever it is, it needs to be categorized and filed in some, you know, some sense. Okay. I, okay. I, I would like to note that I think there's some pre-work that has to be done to get there. <laughs> okay. 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 I think that if your inbox, which it sounds like it is, is like my <laughs> inbox, you probably get a lot of kind of junk slash spam slash unimportant yeah, emails. Like there's like Cora, and LinkedIn, LinkedIn, Legacy Box, No Stitch, yes. Service Center, Shop AEW, right. Gotham Steel Home Chef. I don't even know what the fuck that is. <laughs> yeah, this is also revealing a lot about uh, Devin's habits. Just like there's an unsubscribe button to a lot of those. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So and that's also- what I was going to say. <clears throat> But I've also tried that with a lot of these, and they still send them me stuff. So I don't yeah. know what the answer is to that. The answer is report spam. Okay. If you've well. unsubscribed, if you've unsubscribed and they're not respecting it, report it as spam. Okay. Okay. Yep. But you can you can clear. I mean, you can like um, you can categorize stuff too, like AEW. Um, yeah. Create rules. Rules are very powerful and okay. important okay. in both Gmail and Outlook. Right in the sun. Um, if it's from this sender and you don't care too much about it, then send it to a folder. Like if it's stuff you don't care about, but you might want to see in the future, send it to a folder. Okay. If it's stuff okay. you, if you stuff you don't care about and never want to see again, unsubscribe and then report as spam the second time. Right. If it's stuff that you care about and do want to respond to. Those are actual inbox inbox items that need to be filed in some manner, one okay. way or the other. But yeah. to yeah. answer your first question, if you've got that many, just bankrupt all of that shit. Yes. You don't need to worry about it. <laughs> okay. Uh, start from tomorrow start <laughs> and then go tomorrow. forward. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. I'm I do I do struggle with my personal email. Um, and we used to use a service called Hey. It was It's an email oh. like Gmail. But oh, it's yeah. But you do have to pay for it. But they uh, had a very good uh, email filter that you could just be like, "No, I don't want this anymore," and it would they would just make it disappear. And it was like one cool button, thing, and it was and it was amazing. That's awesome. The cool thing about Hey is that by default you're unreachable. You okay. have to yeah. allow people in. It's yes. a it's a, a permissive. Screening. Yeah, it's a it's a screening slash permissive email inbox. Like you have to actually let people talk to you. Um, but it does it it involves a review system as well so you do have to come in and say either you know this this people these people need to go to my newsletter section or these people need to go to my marketing email section or right. they can't talk to me at all but your inbox stays clear unless you've actively allowed that person in there 
Um, okay. I still treat my inbox that way uh, without using Hey, but um, that kind of that idea has permeated through my kind of email life. Was Hey the uh, Basecamp people? Yep. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah, and it's ninety nine dollars a year, which is a little expensive for yeah. Email a lot of the productivity nerds free. that I know have fallen off of Hey for yeah. Reasons. So did I. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I that was the best I ever kept up with my personal email, but I just don't think like again. Yeah, I don't think that's worth a hundred dollars. Even right. though, because I just don't. I mean, who cares if I manage my personal email? It's just not that big of a deal to me. Um, <laughs> but I'm still. How yeah, many, I'm still looking for a best way. Just out of curiosity, how many uh, how many personal <laughs> emails are in your inbox right oh, now? No. All right, uh, not as bad as Devin. Only three hundred and thirty-one. That's not as. a good way to say hey, that. When you compare to twenty-five thousand, yeah, I mean, doesn't sound bad. exactly. All right, Thomas, exactly. what you got? What you got? Show me your numbers, Thomas. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, it says 99 plus. That's the number you want, right? <laughs> no? Mm-mm. Let's get the you real numbers. The real number. Uh, it's, the it's, way I- it's 1,500. Oh, Holy shit. my God. You have more than me. So the way yeah. I treat personal email is I check it once a day, and I scan what came in that day. Is there anything I need to address? Nope. All right. Well, then forget it. And yeah. I just let it go. From a Gmail perspective, I get it down to zero about once a quarter. Um, <laughs> archival. Yeah, and a lot of stuff are things that I could handle better. They're recurring emails. Like I'm looking at it right now. It's um, Kickstarter updates, USPS informed delivery, um, Weeble financial LLC, uh, Epic Games. Like these are all things I could filter and automate and never have to see. But I never do that, and so I end up like once a quarter I'll go in and be like uh, from colon Weeble. Search okay, those are all things I don't, I don't give a shit. Archive, and yeah. I'll, I'll just spend like thirty minutes doing that kind of like because I'm old school enough to know a lot of the search jitsu that I can just bulk get rid of things. Right. I just never take the next step to automate making them not yeah. show up, which let me, I should. Let me give you a, let me give you a quick tip here. Right okay. click and filter messages like these. Okay, let's see here and. Uh, boop. <laughs> well, look at that. Yep. That that auto creates a filter. Uh and it shows you the filter. So yeah. it'll auto create the filter from yep. there it is. X sender. And then you could say skip inbox, mark is mark is red. You're done. Nice. All right, I'm down to uh fourteen fifty based on that one tip. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Pro tip. Uh- I am now down to inbox zero in my Gmail. Thank you. Oh, yes. <laughs> Isn't it free? Good job. Yeah. Doesn't it feel amazing? It does yeah. feel amazing. It does feel amazing. So we'll see. We'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> yeah, we'll follow up next week. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Devin will already be up to like 1300 by next yeah, week. Yeah, I'd be like, Holy I don't know shit. what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Um, okay, I know we're running long, but I still have a lot of questions. This is going to be a long episode. We can't <laughs> okay. we can't do three episodes. Right. Let's let's keep going. Let's okay. do this. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. If you All need right. to leave, we love you. Go pee. <laughs> you can pee with your headphones in. That's what? true. Just keep listening to the show. We Damn it. That got, that got weird. That's right. <laughs> Um, all right, so I have if a If you question. pee while listening to this, write to. <laughs> I don't need to know about that. <laughs> Please do send your pee recordings, too. Please do not send. <laughs> Please do not send. The Weekly Buddy Time app will actually. 
Um, all right. So just, I'm, I'm curious. Um, everyone suffers from burnout and exhaustion, right? So how do you deal with that? Burnout okay, which question. which question was this so I can look at my answer here? <laughs> number six. Yeah, okay, number six. Yep. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll jump in just because, yes. like, um, I have the cheapest answer because I, I mean, I live out on a farm. And so whenever I feel overwhelmed, I just go the fuck outside. <laughs> yeah. That's like, a good one. I, I can, one. you know, go pet cows or just lay in the grass. Aww. It's not like I, I don't have many problems in that regard. That's very um, nice. Something I do do. Do do, especially lately. <laughs> is, um, I I try to break up work into different physical spaces since I'm 100 remote, um, and I will totally go to like a brewery at you know uh, two o'clock on a yeah. Friday afternoon, and just like you know I'll get a hefeweizen and a cheese knacker from the local beer garden, and just like <laughs> sit there and deal with the end of, end of the week shit from that perspective and just being able to change up spaces is a big deal for me. Yeah. Um, yeah I also am very emphatic about just turning everything off at, um, you know, at the end of the day. And I'm fortunate that I can stack things that way. And between those two things, I feel like I've got a decent balance myself. Okay. I'm going to take the next one because, uh, I feel like I'm closest to Thomas. Um, mm-hmm. so, my um the way that i deal with it is similar um so i'll work you know i'm 100 percent remote as well except for when i travel for work but when i'm remote um i do a daily walk every day with the dog mm-hmm, uh, usually mm-hmm. around 2 30 to 3 that's like on my calendar i don't schedule anything around there we walk around the neighborhood and we just you know we bark at people and we say hello and <laughs> Uh, we sniff flowers and we, and we yeah we, and we pee on mailboxes and that's how we that's how we deal with ourselves and if i don't he lets me know about it right. he's like motherfucker yeah. this is walk time you get your ass out of that chair and and we do it but i also I swear that um, dog has a watch yeah fun fact yeah he james really and does to get a zoning variant so that james could pee on mailboxes with the, with the yeah. <laughs> uh uh, similar to Thomas too, I also like to switch up um, my workspace. I'll work downstairs on my laptop sometimes and watch YouTube or like have a YouTube on in the background. Uh-huh. Sometimes I'll come upstairs and be in my quote unquote office office, you know, to do real work. The um, patio. I'm, you go to the patio. I, yeah. I work patios. from the patio sometimes. I'm stealing Thomas's idea though. I, I haven't done it yet. But I am, there's a brewery not too far yes, from here. Yes, yes, yes. By yes. God, I'm taking my laptop to that brewery at some point. That is <laughs> yep. a, so, Thomas will send me pictures like of, of him and his laptop or his iPad and a, and a beer. And I'm like, God damn it. Why am do I not doing not this? Do people call you on, like, my problem is. Yeah, they do. My- sure, yeah. They do, okay. but I work in marketing. Who cares? <laughs> I can sit there. I can sit there with yeah. a beer and be like, yeah, I'm working from a brewery. So what? I'm still getting work just, done. Yeah, turn my camera on. And no, I mean, I'll turn my camera on. I don't care. Yeah, it, I feel like that is that is a privileged position, right? Because I can, yeah. I could, yeah. And yeah. the thing that I focus on when I'm choosing a location like that is I want a place where I could actually talk on the phone and not be a dick about it. And so, uh, yeah, I wouldn't pick some place that's like crowded on a Thursday. You wouldn't Friday go to afternoon. a bar or like no, you know, right. somewhere that's actually really right. crowded at four 
you know, three to four p.m. In Knoxville, yeah. we are very fortunate to have a. My favorite spot is a. Uh, it's a like, I don't know. It's like it fetishizes German stuff. It has a bunch of German beer. It has a bunch of German yeah. food. They redid a thing like a German castle, and it's got this big courtyard <laughs> with shade, and so I can be number one outside. I can be away from, like, enough away from people for the business day that it's not, mm-hmm. I don't feel bad about talking. And it's just like, chef's kiss, perfect. I can just take up this table and nurse a beer and be <laughs> not in my house. Right, right. It's the millennial Starbucks. It's like, yeah. you know, you work at Starbucks in the morning and you work from the local craft brewery in the in the afternoon. And yeah. It's, that's yeah. okay. As long as you're being productive and... You know, making sure everything works. You're right, right. You're doing okay. Right, right, exactly. So I think I think burnout is is a matter of perspective. I also do want to reiterate the the what Thomas and I also both talked about is keeping things in your head. Um, really kind of exacerbates burnout. Like yeah. having okay. a constant stress of I need to do this, I need to do that. That's mm-hmm. going to cause you to um, fatigue in one way or yeah. the other, whether it's f- decision fatigue or if it's like just just constant like, oh, you know, you're you're always tight, you're always feeling like, oh, I've got to do something. Right, you got to right. get that out of out of your head, whether it's on paper or whether it's on an app or whatever. Um, mm. That I think that really goes a long way to managing burnout. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I, I, okay. Well, I was just gonna say, I feel like. That is absolutely true from just like listening to you. That's one of the things that I'm taking away is like, that's something that I obviously need to do because uh, that right. makes it worse. Go ahead. Two big things I would point out is number one, uh, redundancy helps tremendously. And so there was a time in my company where I was the literally only person that could fix problems. Right. And right. that was rough. And, you know, hired on somebody new got them trained up and so now i have two people and it'll soon be three people that can actually just fix problems um that's a huge thing because you know being solely responsible for a major revenue stream for a business is not (laughs) that's not tenable right right? um yeah and the other thing i'm going to remember it (laughs) (laughs) shoot oh my gosh no that's okay yeah, circle back, back to me. To I think yeah. I okay. <laughs> That's well, fine. What were you saying? I can Stacey? also say, yeah, I can say that I can kind of echo the same thing about like basically delegating. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. I had that same thing where when I, again, my new position, I kind of came in and was trying to do all the things. And at some point, you're just one person. So regardless if you have a someone that's reporting to you, or if it's just other departments, but I think you have to learn how to kind of shift and kind of delegate or redirect, like, really look at is this something that I should be doing? Because people if you give a mouse a cookie, people (laughs) will, will throw it all at you. 100% it's about boundaries and I actually had a situation recently that came up um, in like this kind of software there's an idea of a service level agreement it's basically like if there's a problem how quickly will you like reply to our emails and how quickly will you fix it Mm -hmm. and uh, you know are basically we're like just because of our product positioning we're like we will always reply with a like technical resource within three hours and that's like our product position and we, because we got acquired, there's another more enterprisey product. If you want a more tight SLA, you go negotiate with them. 
um, I found out that the sales team had negotiated for a specific client a 15-minute response SLA. Holy and shit. A, oh, my gosh. And a 30-minute uh. resolution SLA. And so... I was on the call with the executive that was, you know, like the product owner of that product. And I just laughed and I was just like, well, that's, I mean, I guess you got to talk to legal because that's not possible. Like me and my team, it's not Microsoft, Microsoft, Oracle, IBM. They don't put resolution times in their SLAs. I just not. But I, while I was doing that, I was thinking back to an earlier point in my career where I would have been like, oh, fuck. Sales sold a 15 minute response time SLA. How am I going to accommodate that? It's like, yes. no, no boundaries, yeah. man. <laughs> boundaries. Nope. Boundaries. That's uh, look, uh, that's a you problem, friend. <laughs> and this went into effect two years ago and nobody even told me. So yep. I, I don't know what to tell you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. But that's boundaries seven, are big and important. Yeah. And I mean, that's all really great. Um, ideas for me to take away because I am in a position where I am literally the only person who knows a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. which I need to change really fast. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, like when I would try to go on vacation for a week, I mean, I, I couldn't not work because nobody else knew how to do the things that I knew, yeah, knew right. how to do. Yeah. Um, and it yeah. was really frustrating because I would like to have a vacation, for example, where mm. I don't have to check my mm-hmm. email. Um, so that's a really good point. Like training people up, figuring out how you can delegate things. And yeah, yeah. I like all of that. I will always yeah. remember the first time I had like a big, big boy job in uh, tech. And it had been, I think at that point we had gone three or four years without a vacation. And just like <laughs> the first time I very deliberately arranged for a vacation and set everything out for the people there. Like they weren't a full replacement for me, but I was just like, here's this, this, and this. And if you call me and somebody's not dying, then I will be angry. And just like, we, it was a family vacation with like my parents. We sunk our toes in the sand in Fort Walton Beach. And I was just like, Jesus Christ. Ah. Yeah. 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 That's actually funny. Cause it, my, the very first note that I have here is completely unplug on vacation. So that yes. is definitely something you need to do, yeah. Devin. Um, you have to because I think that is vitally important, um, and uh, yeah, you just got to. Um, and then one of my other th- notes was take a day to not get out of your PJs or get off the couch because when you were talking about exhaustion oh, or whatever, yeah, yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah. So I think you you need to kind of, and that's not every week, right. but when you feel that exhaustion or that burnout coming, just be like, you know what? I ain't doing anything this weekend. Right. I don't care yeah. what the house, what state the house is in. I'm not moving off the couch after I get there with my coffee, you <laughs> right. know, or whatever. Right. That's, um, uh, and that's, it's interesting because my, my body does that like unintentionally. Yeah. So what usually uh-huh. happens <laughs> is it's usually a day where I'm working from home where I'm not teaching. Um, yeah. and then as soon as I have like a minute, I'll yep. go lay down and take a nap. That's my lunch yep. break. Unfortunately, yeah. my lunch break that's supposed to only be an hour um, ends up being yeah, being three hours. Three hours because <laughs> apparently my I, my body was just like, nope, we're done, we're done. Yeah, you're, you're in bed. We are never leaving here, right? <laughs> and like I just crash and cannot even like function. Mm. Um, yeah, for however long. So I the, guess, uh, yeah, I, I did remember the thing that I had forgotten. Um, okay, go ahead. 
Okay. And so, like, you know, I, I, I've mentioned that I do operations for this product, and that's like kind of a nebulous term. Like, you could just think about it like I run the servers. And there was a point a few years ago, uh, back when we were st- we were all still in the office, and um, and like this is an emotional moment for me. I still kind of cry when I think about it. But there were the uh, software architect and the development team wanted to do what I considered kind of a risky maneuver with mm-hmm. I, I don't even remember what it is i was like this could result in data loss we would have to roll back like i was very i was kind of freaked out about it and the uh, chief software architect um who's like we got to be super super good friends came into my office one day and he was like so you know this is like this is like a team thing right you know that you're not literally solely morally Aww. responsible for oh yeah for nothing bad happening and i was like <laughs> No, no, I don't know that. No, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, everyone uh, that, that needs to hear to... that at some point. That's a really good, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a good learning opportunity. I I should probably tell some some people on my team that. Right. Yes, yeah. And it people was just like, need to hear that. Yeah, you're right. Like I have to I have to learn to trust the other departments, like the other people on my team. Like you know these people yep. over there doing QA. I have to just like you know we all have our wheelhouses and like we're all right. working together as a team. But I just have to take a deep breath and realize that I'm not, <laughs> you know, just not the one guy who's responsible for literally everything. And that was like revelatory for me because I am definitely one of those persons, one of those people who earlier in my career, I was just so personally invested in what I was doing. Like, you know, the fact that I was building this thing and it was good and resilient and cost effective was like my moral justification for existing. And, it, I mean, I, you know, I had to decouple myself from that because yeah. that's not yeah. that's not how capitalism works. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think people need much to less know like that internal important. work. Yeah, like you do need to t- you do need to let your your team know that they're important, but you mm-hmm. also at the same point need to let them know that everything doesn't ride on their shoulders. Like right, right. You have backup. You don't necessarily need to bear. You don't need to be Atlas for this entire company. Right. Exactly. Um, right. That's a very, very good point that I should, I should probably reiterate. Yeah. Um, yeah. And everyone shall like even okay. We've Stacy. We've got a we've got a two person mm-hmm. company here, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mean between <laughs> me and you? Yeah. If you ha- and I don't hackers, hackers Incorporated. Hackers Incorporated, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, if I don't do the the dishes one day, or if you don't do the laundry one day, it's not going to fall apart, right? <laughs> right. So we. Even at the smallest company slash relationship slash organization, everyone needs to realize that it's a relationship in one way or the other. Right. And people can pick up slack. People can, yeah. you know, help help their fellow uh, <laughs> help their fellow employees, whether right. it be yeah. whatever. Um, that's that's an incredibly good observation. I think it it needs to be said more because. When you're in it and you're you're deep in the shit, you feel like I'm the only reason this company is surviving. Right, yeah. right. And that may be <laughs> yeah. true. It may yeah. be true, but it also may be that there are pieces of your work that could be absorbed by other people, or there, you know, there are day to day operations that potentially, you know, um, you may you, you could take a step back from if you really needed to. If your mental right. health or physical health um, kind of relies on it. 
It's sure, not yeah. necessarily all on your shoulders. Yeah. That's that's the whole purpose of a company. Otherwise, everyone yeah. would be sole contractors, you know? Right, yeah. right. No, that's yeah. a really, really good point. And it's interesting because the best piece of advice I was ever given, it was when I first started at the company that I'm working at now. And the first boss that I had, I had had a seizure event at work. <laughs> So, um, like I ended up going to the ER and then they like tried to figure out why did you have a seizure and they, whatever, anyway. But I was like, out, like, cause they wouldn't let me drive until they could figure out what was going on. Um, and mm-hmm. so I was like stuck at home and this was like before the days where you got company laptops, you could work from home. Like, so I was just stuck at home doing nothing, um, for a week or so, uh, maybe longer. And I would do what I could from like, you know, cause I was always really good at computers. So I'd figured out how to like, you know, log into email from my, you know, desktop and all this stuff. But, um, but I was like very apologetic to the boss that I had at the time. I was like, I'm so sorry. I can't come into work, blah, blah, blah. And he was just like, uh, you know, look, here's the thing. This is not, this is not brain surgery. Like, no one is going to die if you don't get these <laughs> things done. <Yeah. laughs> like, it'll be okay. Uh, you are you need to take care of you right now. And when you come back, all of this will be here, I promise. And you can take care of it. But don't worry about it right now. Take care of you. Yeah. And I was like, it's not brain surgery. You're right. Nobody's <laughs> going to die if I don't answer these freaking yeah. emails. And I, so, like, I've in, in, my, uh, okay. in my, like, really dark moments when I'm just like, oh, I can't get anything. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> One of the, I'm not uh, a brain surgeon. It is fine. One of the refrains that That's made right. us functionally like function like well as a team was we would remind ourselves from time to time that this wasn't like lunar lander code. This wasn't <laughs> you know a hospital like you said hospital brain surgery robot right. uh, code. This is just like you know this is a product. It's very important. It's, it's critical to businesses. But like if you get a decimal wrong, people aren't going to die. Right. Right. <laughs> just take a breath. <laughs> That being yeah. said, if anyone's listening to this podcast who actually has a job like that, I don't know what advice to give you, but uh, <laughs> but my heart those people out don't to need you. those people don't need to listen to this productivity episode where we're all drunk because they have <laughs> That's like probably true. they they definitely they got more have, important things to do. That's true. They have PMs that are you know hardened and just like walk around with knives clenched in their teeth to uh, <laughs> make sure everything gets done on time. I, don't, I think uh, yeah, those people don't different. have time to listen to podcasts, <laughs> just yeah, in general. Yeah. 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 <sighs> anyway. Okay. Um, I okay. have I have one more question that I'm picking from this list, if that's okay. If Stacey's not going to be too mad if I don't cover every single question. <laughs> well, no, it's okay that you don't cover it, but I do have one more on the burnout thing. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Actually, oh, I have wow, two okay. more. Okay. Um, so one was, I always like to have a nice dinner out when I'm really feeling yeah. stressed or burned out. Like, okay. it doesn't have to be super fancy, but a higher end, nice restaurant where you get good food, good drinks, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. And That's you a good get treat. every course. <laughs> if I know Stacy, you get the appetizer. You get the salad. You get the main course. You get the dessert. Okay. You get yeah, drinks yeah. for every it's one true. of them. I That's the way Stacy works. Special. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. 
It's true. Um, the other thing is, so I really like the the last update they did to the Apple, since we're all Apple people here, um, the last Apple operating system where they have the focus modes. Because one of the focus modes that I have done in um, uh, on the weekends is that I, so <clears throat> on my work phone, <clears throat> normally... If I get an email, it pops up on my work phone and I can see it, you know. So that was distracting me because I would be, you know, walking by and I'd be like, oh, let me check my phone real quick. Oh, no. Oh, look, there's an email. Uh, Yeah. 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 So I created a focus mode just for the weekend that the only people that can contact me, and I don't care if they call or text or email, it doesn't matter. The only people that can get through is my direct boss. And my, I have, I have a team, but I have a, um, a direct report that helps me manage that team. So my direct boss and my direct report are the only two people that have access to get through to me um, on the weekend. Otherwise I will get to everything else when I can. And usually it's Monday morning. Yeah. But, um, so I created that. So it automatically happens. And that has been great because there's no distraction or no anything nice. like I'm walking by or whatever. So that also helps kind of like sever that connection between right. work and personal. Right. I right. can't believe that I didn't put focus modes on my, on my list here because God dang, I've got focus modes for yeah. every context. I've got a focus mode for walking the dog. I've got a focus mode for working it out. Kinda, it kind of sounds work. like there are like seven different domains from this conversation that deserve their own episodes. That's if, true. If we're yeah. going that direction, yeah. right? You got focus modes uh, for I'm, days. I'm not going to... Yes, yeah. I'm not going to go into this, but if you're an Apple person, I highly recommend focus modes. You can, yeah. you can lock down notifications per application uh, or per person, like Stacey said, right. Um by context and your context could be time of day it could be location it could be anything so um focus modes is a godsend that's yes because also on the productivity side work productivity side what i've also done is because i in this in this position i found that my work was so overwhelming and you know the whole I don't know. I know. I'm sure we talked about it on the podcast, but the whole if you're multitasking, it takes like an average of seven minutes to get back on task, or you lose time. Right. Right. So I was noticing throughout the day, I would get different notifications on my watch, which would take me away from what I was working on, and so on and so forth. So I set up a focus mode even for work, and so that the only thing that comes through when I'm at work is James. Yeah. yeah. Everything else can wait until 5 p.m. Um, And these are always very important because they're mostly pictures of the dog sleeping with his tongue out. So they're very important to deal with. Very important. I must. It, it requires my immediate attention. Nice. Absolutely, it does. Absolutely, it does. But, but that countdown, that um, that reduced stress mm-hmm. because I was getting. I was like, oh, I've got all these things that are pulling at my attention. You know, work and personal and everything else. And now, no, work is work and personal is personal. So, um, you know, that's, that's cool. another focus mode outside of even the weekend focus mode is work focus mode. Yeah. That's interesting. The all, uh, the only thing I get notifications for are texts. So I have take turned off notifications for like literally, well, n- texts and teams because I have my yeah. teams for work on my phone. But that's like literally the only two things I get notifications for, um, mm-hmm. which has been helpful. But I don't know. So it'd be interesting to explore focus modes to see how that would, how that could help. Maybe I turn yeah. off teams, you know, for a certain period of time, or maybe I turn off yeah. texts from everybody but I've- Thomas. 
I feel yeah. like that should be the default. Like the the operating system on all phones should be do you want to default to be to default know. permissive or to be default yeah. um you know lockdown. Right. And I think yeah. most sure. people should go lockdown and then allow in what you want to see rather than the the opposite which is how right. it is now. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. What is your question? All right, my last question. What is the best piece of advice that you could give someone trying to build sustainable habits in their lives? And that's number eight, Stacy. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You're I welcome. was just I was just cross-referencing. <laughs> so does anybody want to go first? Or do I, want, I, going first? <laughs> I do have a list. I'll go okay. first because I don't I'm gonna have the least interesting answer. I feel okay. like I can't give advice. I, the only the only <laughs> things that I've been talking about are the way that I deal with things um so i feel really uncomfortable giving actual advice to people because you know like you and i have devin you and i have very different lives and like you have children that you have to deal with all the time so i don't feel like i could give you advice on how you should be sustainable in your productivity life you know yeah yeah. (laughs) um so yeah, that's why I'm going first is because I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> bowing out of this conversation. Okay, all right. Fair Boy, enough. are me and James different because I have five different advice to give you. <laughs> well, you see, but you know me very, very well. So you can be like, whatever, Devin, this is what you need to do. Yes, yes, that's true. <laughs> so Thomas, would you like to give any input before I go on my rant? Uh, no, I think I've said basically everything that um that I can say. I think that especially on burnout, you're either like kind of literally forced into doing too much. And in that case, especially in this labor market, maybe you should just not do that job uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or, you know, try to reestablish boundaries. And like we talked about before, just the idea that um, you can be upfront about, you know, I'm going to work this much. I'm not going to own this product. Like it's my child. Uh, mm-hmm, you know, I mm-hmm. can distribute this labor because, you know, that's not only good for me, but it's good for the actual enterprise. Um, That's kind of like the stuff that I think about a lot. Right. Yeah. Okay. No, that's good. Well, you know how how very, how just like amazing I am at setting boundaries for anything ever. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep, totally. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Stacey, what what do you got for me? (laughs) Here it goes. Here it goes. Hold on, let me take a drink. Okay. (laughs) Me too. Mm. Hold on. Okay, I'm ready for this. <laughs> this is okay. where, like, James and, and Thomas just, like, quietly turn off and, like, leave. Check out. They yeah. just go sleep. Yeah. We're both playing Elden Ring together. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Fine. All right. So, first, I think this has come up multiple times, and I think this is a good point, but I just want to reiterate it is that you want to brainstorm all the things. So whether you do it paper and pencil or, you know, electronically, but I think at some point there is this just like, it is therapeutic and beneficial to sit down and just brainstorm everything. Okay. And then you can sort from there. Okay. Okay. Next thing is, I think it's important to actually map out your time and days. So, this is this That's is a little so more hard, work. Hard though, huh? <laughs> so it's so hard though. It is. It is. Now I don't mean I don't mean always. Yeah. But what I mean is, 
you've you've brainstormed these things and you find the things that you want to do um like reoccurrence and then you have to actually is there you have to figure out is there time in the day to do those things yeah and this is something that i have helped some people at work work through is because um i've had them literally print off a blank calendar from outlook you can print off the hourly version Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, print this off and then actually take the time to color in and shade <laughs> where, like, where you want to do these things. Right. And 100% of the time they do that and then they end up realizing, oh, I had like eight things planned for Monday and there's only room for five things right. or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. That's why you yep. have to do like this visual like literal mapping out. Okay, but um, so to to tag on to that though, so I have tried time blocking because I was like, mm-hmm. oh, well, maybe this will help me. Um, yeah. And so I'll be like, okay, I'm going to do this thing for this hour and this thing for this hour. But what always happens to me is the thing that I thought I could do in an hour ends up taking three hours. And then what mm. do I do with the rest of the things I was supposed to do on Monday? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. So I'm... I'm looking at this more from less from a immediate standpoint and more from a routine standpoint. Okay, so like, okay. yeah, yeah. So this would be like, okay, so maybe you you always want to do yoga on Wednesday mornings, like that kind of stuff. That I you got would you. Kind of map out, right? Yeah. And I and can figure out how long have... that is. <laughs> like that will yes, be yes, to exactly. thirty minutes. Okay, yeah, yes, I got you. yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Can I interject one thing really uh, here really quickly just mm-hmm. to get it off of my list? Um, yes. <laughs> because it's kind of relevant to the, to the conversation. Yes. Uh, I do time tracking. Um, okay. So I use okay. an app called Toggle, which is just T-O-G-G-L. Um, oh. It's, it's use, useful for me because I like to see how much of my time is going to a specific client or a specific project. Right. Because we all know the 80-20 rule is is more um like it's it's more applicable than you would think you will always spend 80 percent of your time doing something that nets you 20 percent of your benefit no matter what it is so okay uh it's good to know like how much of my time am i spending on x project or x piece of my life or whatever um and how much actually like benefit do i get from that whether it's money or whether it's happiness or family together time or whatever but just having that that tracking available to you is a good piece of information to have on your reviews. And okay. that's another thing that I kind of want to point out here is rev- none of this makes any sense unless you actually review your time or yeah. your, your data, whether yeah. it's your calendar yeah. or your notes that you've taken throughout the week or whatever. You've got to sit down and review your week or review your day and review what's happening, you know, in the future. So having that running log of what you've actually done through the week, whether it's by an app or by mm-hmm. pencil and paper or whatever, is is uh, important, I think. Okay. That's good, too. Because I don't really keep track. I'm just like, I don't know where my yeah. day went today. I did fuck nothing. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure that 500 people came to my desk and talked to me about random stuff that I don't need to know about. Um, and then I, I have... Home. I have specific... I've specifically made people hold on for a second while I create a timer activity. And that's that's actually why I like Toggle because you can create them super quick. Yeah. So like if, you know, if you were to call me and say, hey, I want to talk about this, I'll be like, okay, give me just 
30 seconds and then I'll create the activity and start the timer. <laughs> nice. And then I know exactly how long I talk to you about X project. That's smart. That's smart. I'm going to just track how much time I spend of people coming to my desk and being like, yeah. Wah, 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 yeah. Wah, 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 I mean, wah, you wah. actually, you should actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I bet you it would be a lot. Yes. Yeah. Then we also, I also have to track how much time I spend in the restroom playing Wordle because that is where. No, 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 no. This is where the double standard comes in. <laughs> yep. Well, you can, you can do that with your um, iOS tracks, you know, what right. app you're using uh, during true. the day. So you can kind of work that way. There we go. There we go. Um, okay. So point three mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is. Um, when you're trying to start a new routine is to literally set reminders because so this has been three times just recently I've told James I'm like I'm gonna I'm gonna start eating better I'm gonna (laughs) we we walked the dog together this was a couple weeks ago Uh on a weekend uh and we walked the dog together and I was like listen we're gonna buckle down we're Mm, only gonna drink once a week this time don't you mess me up either And then by dinner, she's like, I'm I'm feeling pizza. Walking around with a pound of ice cream already. And I'm like, hell yeah, pizza and beer. Shit, let's go. Yeah. And it was honest to goodness, a literal, like, because when it's a new routine, you don't think about it. Right. So I just, yeah, like just 100% left my brain. And so by the time dinner came around, I was like, you want pizza? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And then we, uh, uh, Stacy, you said we were only going to drink once a week, and we've drank at least three or four already. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fudge. Um, and it's yeah. only so, Tuesday. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So literally set reminders if you want to truly get some sort of, okay. you know, routine started. Yeah. Um, and if you have because to. Just keeping things in your head does not work. Yeah. Exactly. Key yeah. takeaway. You yes. need that outboard brain. Yeah. Yes. So, and if you have to, literally print schedules or put on a post-it note around the house. So, like, put one on your bathroom mirror, put one on your refrigerator, you know, whatever you need, whatever the thing is okay, uh, that you need to remind yourself. Um, and that's just in the beginning. I think once you get, obviously, once you get in the routine, it'll be second nature. But, right, right. Um, yeah. And then um, the other thing that I've noticed is that when you're trying to start a new routine is that sometimes you have to make yourself do it the first few times um, and because you're not used to it. Right. And so kind of make that commitment that, okay, I don't, maybe I don't feel like it. Maybe I don't want to, whatever. But if you truly think that you want to start this thing, whatever it is, then commit to, okay, I'm going to make myself do it the first three times at least. And then if it doesn't work after three times, We'll reevaluate, but let right. me make myself do it. Maybe it's, you know, wake up early and, and do yoga before you wake the kids up. Right. You know, whatever. Right. Make yourself get up and do it three times. Okay. And then after that, whatever, you can reconsider. Um, so related, my last point is don't be afraid to pivot. So maybe you've mm. come up with this. Maybe you've done this massive brainstorm and maybe you've put forth this time blocking kind of uh, like perfect plan and, and you've made yourself do it and you've done all these things and you're like, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. And then you and then you do it a couple of times and you're like, you know what? This really isn't working out. Right. Um, so don't be afraid to change it up. It's okay. And um, something that I've had to do this last week, just something 
something came up at work that is unavoidable and um it's had to completely where i was working out before work i no longer can work out necessarily before work right so i've had to pivot just for this week and work out after work when i get home and that's just you know like don't be afraid so i think sometimes people are afraid to admit defeat and just because you have to pivot doesn't mean it's defeat it's just it's just adjusting right that's fair right can I also point out one thing too, specifically for you, Devin? Um, yeah. Uh, what I've noticed is you seem to be very like service minded. Oh, so yeah. like if you can do something for someone else, um, you're more likely to do it. Oh, Just like this 100%. last last month's yeah, your last month's walking fifty miles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You would not have done that if you set the goal for yourself, right? No, no. It was yeah. all because it was like for the Trevor Project, for a cause I really right. believed in, and yeah. like, yeah, absolutely. So maybe if there's something you want to accomplish, it might be good to reframe it in a service um, objective. Yeah, no, that's a really good if point. If that makes sense. Yeah. So everyone has things that kind of push them along or things that make them you know, want to work harder for it. Mm-hmm. Just figure out what that is and Motivators. reframe your objective into that context. And right. I think it would help a lot. No, and I mean, I, as you know, the kids are my, a big, you know, um, mm-hmm. motivator for me. And I have noticed, like, just in the last week, you know, I will sit on the couch and I will read. And if I just, and if I don't stop, and if I just keep reading for like a couple of hours, all of a sudden, both kids are getting books and getting on the couch with me. I'm like, I did not tell mm. them to do that. And then uh, yeah. today I was like, let's, we should color. And they were like, yeah, let's color. And like all the kids wanted to color with me. And I was like, okay, I'm seeing you a, uh, you know, so maybe yeah. it's a matter of if I am doing these habits, then I can inspire them to do it too. Yeah, um, yeah. that's a really good point. Yeah. yeah, so that might be a way to reframe that. <laughs> So mm-hmm. that I'll actually do it. <laughs> yeah. Think of it as not. Yeah, that's a good point. Think you're of it leading as not by so much, example. Right. Exactly. Yes. You're, you you're not helping yourself. You're helping your children. Right. Uh, live a, you know, more healthy lifestyle. That will definitely help me because you know I could. I don't care about me, but I do care a lot about them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's different for everybody. Absolutely. This has been super helpful, y'all. I have like I literally <laughs> have three pages of notes. <laughs> Wow. Okay, good. Uh, I'm, I'm really going to hate myself when I listen back to this, but can I Can I do like five more rapid fire? Like, super, oh my gosh. Yeah, super, lightning round. Super quick things just to get it out of yes, my list. absolutely. All right, okay. Uh, Wait, on the on, personal let me, front. Let me phrase it. Do you have any extra t- tips or tricks that you would like to share with us? <laughs> yes, very quick. Okay. On the personal front. Uh, universal control. I use the shit out of this. We mentioned I'm an Apple person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it allows you to control your Mac and your iOS devices with one, you know, uh, Mac and key or mouse and keyboard. Okay. So there are things that work better on iOS if you have like an iPad below mm-hmm. your screen, for example. I think Craft is better on iOS. Okay. So I keep my iPad below my screen. I just mouse down to it, work yeah. through it. And then mouse back up to my computer. So nice. Universal control is great. Nice. Day one is an application that's a journaling application. Yeah, it's great for review. They have really good daily prompts. If you don't like journaling, their daily prompts are actually really good. Like there's one that's, um, I think it was a couple of days ago that was like something like, "What's something you should be doing more of?" 
Ooh. That automatically sparks creativity in your mind, and right. you can sit down and write. So, great application there. Um, I have a task on due called weekly plans or weekend plans. Um, okay. It happens on Thursday, and it's usually it usually happens when Stacy and I are out. Uh, as we mentioned, Thursday is kind of our you know uh, meal slash drinking slash you know conversation night. Right. So. It, it'll pop up while we're there and I'll say, oh, cool. What do we want to do this weekend? You know, what do we want to accomplish? That kind of right, thing. Right. So it just gets you thinking in, in that mindset. In the nice. work context, I wanted to bring up, uh, bring up Google Docs. Google Docs is great. I talked about Google Calendar, but Google Docs is great because it allows you to, to comment on any field. Like if you're working in a spreadsheet, you can place a comment directly on the spreadsheet without affecting the data that's there. Right. Which is really cool. And you can also assign tasks um, based on your comments that you make. So like I could, um, I could be working on a presentation with someone. I could assign a slide to that person and said, Hey, can you fill out this slide? Yada, yada, yada. We need to uh, accomplish this, um, you know, objective or whatever. Right. Great. The Microsoft and then finally does have that like commenting without, um, affecting the integrity of the document. Yes. I have not noticed if it has like a, ta- a task. I'm not sure where the tasks would go. I don't know what the task. Um, That's well, kind of what I'm talking about with Microsoft. Yeah. Like they don't connect their stuff. Like right. they've got great applications, but it doesn't work as well as it should <sighs> yeah. between their applications. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that, that that kind of idea goes further than just google docs like it it makes sense to collaborate on a document with other people right Uh, and then finally um for travel if you have to travel for work or if you have to travel for um personal purposes i use TripIt. uh what it does is if you allow it access to your um inbox anytime you book a flight book a hotel book a rental car whatever uh you get the the confirmation email if you allow TripIt access to your email it will scan that email and immediately create a trip uh, for your entire time, it'll have confirmation numbers, dates, um, all the receipt information, all that stuff inside of your trip. And you can just load up TripIt uh, while you're there in case there's any problems like it, you know, you, you lose your uh, flight ticket or your uh, confirmation code or whatever. Right. Um, all of that lives in TripIt. So for me, that's like, for work travel, that that's incredibly helpful. Right. All right. right. So that's all the notes that I had put down. <laughs> got just rapid fire. Got through nicely them all. done. Nicely done. There you go. Stacey, do you want to rapid fire anything at the end here? <laughs> yes, I have just two quick things. Okay. Two very okay. Quick things. Yeah. Okay. So I think it is important to realize the priority and the worth of the task because one Mm. of the things that you had kind of asked in the questions was like, um, what is one of the downfalls of being productive? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think sometimes being productive can just, you fall into this trap of, oh, I just need to do all the things. But the question is, is that thing actually servicing you? That's a good, Um, yeah, that's a good one. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. So False that. sense of urgency is is yes. a huge point. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. Um, the second thing is also be honest with yourself about what you want or what's important to you because it's one thing to be like, 
I want to do all these things and I want to work out every day and I want to drink smoothies for breakfast every day and (laughs) blah, blah, blah. But you know what? If that's not actually important to you, you'll just make yourself miserable wanting to do those things and the routine won't actually work. Like, oh, wait, so I what? think I have found the problem. <laughs> yeah. We found the crux two hours in. Sorry to say. <laughs> it took this long, but now we're here. Now yes, saying. yes. Should we just delete this whole episode? <laughs> May as well. Just edit it down to those words. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, yeah, just, I mean, you know, what do you want and how do you get there? Right. That's that's what it is. No. Regardless of what you want is and what how you get there is, uh, that's what matters. Right. Right. Now that's a really good point. And I mean, you know, we've talked a lot about different types of workouts and 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 like wellness routines and stuff, but there are things that I do actually enjoy. And like, yeah, like I, hiking. Yeah, I love hiking. I love hiking. I love yoga and I love meditating. And it's like if I could put all of these things into my week I would be a very happy Devin. Um, yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's a matter of how do I do that in a way that is consistent and, uh, you know, builds over time. So, but yeah, yeah. Th- I think this will help me get to that for sure. Yeah, for sure. Good. Tom, Thomas, what about you? Do you have any any final thoughts uh, or rapid fire? No, no, I think I've, uh, I think I've said my piece. No pressure. Okay, I was just. Uh, get a really good pen if you're going to be taking notes uh, on paper. I got uh, what is this? The neat studio neat uh, studio neat edition one in uh, orange. It's uh, it's a very nice pen. I really like so it. So you want you want to you want to click it for us so that way we can yeah, hear. It. Oh, it's very nice. Yes, that's your version nice of the bell. Kind of, yeah. yeah. I also really like the name Studio Neat because oh, yes. it's like a, um, it's also, it's organized, but it's also like a drink served neat. Yes. I mean, oh, honestly, you know. honestly, check yeah. them out. They have really nice, uh, just like simple notebooks and stuff. I, it's mm-hmm. really kind of helped me narrow down some things, just having these, you know, physically nice artifacts that I enjoy using. Yeah. 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 It's important. I, I am still using my Lammy Mountain Pen, Pen Mountain Pen, fuck, Lammy Fountain Pen. Um, which, uh, is good, but it's not, it doesn't sound as good as yours. <laughs> um, all right. Awesome. Well, this, I really appreciate your ta- <gasps> what, what, what? So I was just looking at the studio neat because you guys were talking about it. Uh-huh. They have the highball app that I was talking about to you, Devin, like, I guess at this point, two episodes ago, which one? The hi- the highball cocktail yeah, app. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh, wow. Did they that's make the same it? Company? Yeah. Oh, I guess oh wow. So. Also, funny enough, you know when you're in kindergarten and there's <laughs> there's normal size crayons, but then there's like the fat crayons because kids yeah, have like yeah. little chubby hands. They that's have a like. wide grip stylus for touch. They do for touch screens. Yeah, that's like a fat. Wow. That's like a fat grip pencil. Uh, James, you might be interested in the Apple TV remote stand, which is. Rather elegant. I have to say. Is it one that burns the Apple TV remote? Because fuck that thing. <laughs> no, yeah. the good remote, the new metal one. Oh, I don't have that one. It's, it's have worth the fifty new, bucks. It is better. It's much better. I would. I, I'd probably need to buy that. Mm-hmm. You do. <laughs> I, can, I I hate the Apple TV. Remote. I do too. I was. <laughs> yeah. I, I I'm still angry that they put that out. I think I broke the ours in half after I replaced it. Yeah. That's, that's a good sure idea. That 
I, I should probably do that right now. Yeah. You have I'm gonna so go much pent-up anger. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so bye! <laughs> it's such garbage. Johnny Ive, why? He's I'm gone, just going to keep he? going oh. because I've got one more thing. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Cut him off. Um, He's cut off. I'm trying. It's fine. <laughs> I, I'm going to keep going until I hear a bell. Uh, no, okay, okay, okay. I swear, one more thing, one more thing. All right, I promise. All right, all right. Um, and this is this is something that's um, the weekly buddy time listeners have heard about. But uh, there is a podcast called Cortex. Cortex. That oh um, that's a it's a great product. Well, it's not really productivity, but they talk about how they work a lot, and okay. they talk about specific apps. Uh, I would highly recommend that. Um, Shoot, what's what's the what's the guy's name? Stacey? Mike Hurley. CPG Gray. CP. Oh, yeah, oh, CGP Gray. CGP Gray. Yeah, and, we've talked uh, about him. Mike Hurley. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, and uh, Mike from whatever podcast group that is. But anyway, it's a great it's a great podcast. Um, it's where I got the do recommendation and a couple of other things. So I highly recommend Cortex as a kind of a um, just a passing or a, a parting. A recommendation here. That's a good one. Yes. That's a good one. This is really awesome. I have a lot to uh, to add to my arsenal. So thank you so much for all of that. Yeah. That's very, very helpful. Um, we need to yeah, do a I'm follow not episode. Talk for another three years at this point. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do a follow up episode in like a month to see what Devin has. Yeah. A month away. is optimistic. <laughs> yeah. That's good. I say that just for me, like, you know, I've got notes too. I'm going to need yeah. more than a month. Uh-huh, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. right. Okay. okay. Well, I was just looking. So far, my inbox is still an inbox zero, so I'm feeling pretty good about life, nice. man. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm down to 1,300 emails in my personal inbox. So, you know. I've, I've, nice. Uh, this has motivated know, me to clean up mine. This is praxis. Yep, 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 yep. So, we're good. Well, thank you all so much. Really appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Hopefully the listeners have gained at least a little bit as much, a little bit as much as I have. <laughs> you lost people an hour and 45 it's, minutes ago. It's fine. It's yeah, fine. we lost people the last episode ago. It's okay. It's okay. You know what? If you're still here, we love you. We, yes, yes. absolutely. We really love you. If you're still here yeah. at right. this point. We'll give you a prize. Just mail us. It you're the hardcore. gmail.com. <laughs> yes, yes. Send <laughs> your little... Penguin with the hearts. That's awesome. <laughs> I feel so much love right now. I can tell. So <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I love you guys. Love, love you, you too. Love you. I'll talk Bye. to you later. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. A Hoots Media Production. Hoot, 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 ho